news that most of Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Well, depending on where you're at, it could be the afternoon. It is evening where I'm at, though, but it has been a long day. Oh, my goodness. I hope everything's coming through loud and clear for everybody. I've had some technical issues, and then my site, my website, davidharrisjr.com, is under attack, friends. It is currently down. I've got the IT department talking to everybody that's uh, that can try to help get this issue resolved. So hopefully for those of you that like your news, leave it to uh, me to promote my website yesterday and then just have somebody or some whatever it was just uh, bring an attack against it today. So please say a prayer for my website, for me, that this too will be thwarted and we will come out on the other side of it. But I've got still a show for you all today. So thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with this brother right here as I try to bring you news that I believe is important, news that most of the mainstream media does not want to bring you, news that uh, that's not slanted by the biased liberal hacks that continually just try to drive division. I want to bring exposure to what really is going on and what I believe the president's doing and how it impacts all of us Americans. It should be America first. Uh, a recent poll suggests that uh, most Americans are also now agreeing with the president on his America First policy. But this is what the president had to share today at his press conference about closing, shutting off immigration uh, for at least 60 days. Invisible enemy has inflicted a steep toll on the American workforce. As we all know, millions of Americans sacrificed their jobs in order to battle the virus and save the lives of our fellow citizens. We have a solemn duty to ensure these unemployed Americans regain their jobs and their livelihoods. Therefore, in order to protect American workers, I will be issuing a temporary suspension of immigration into the United States. You heard about that last night. By pausing immigration, we'll help put unemployed Americans first in line for jobs as America reopens. So important. It would be wrong and unjust for Americans laid off by the virus to be replaced with new immigrant labor flown in from abroad. We must first take care of the American worker. Take care of the American worker. This pause will be in effect for 60 days, after which the need for any extension or modification will be evaluated by myself and a group of people based on economic conditions at the time. So how do you feel about that? You know, this president continues to just succumb to, uh, unfortunately, the nonstop attacks and barrage from the mainstream media that want to call him every evil, derogatory name in the book. They call him a racist. I can attest that he is not. I've met him several times. Was in the Oval Office with him just a little over a month ago, along with about 30 other black Americans that love and support this president and love our country. Uh, yet it does not cease to amaze me that there are uh, those out there on the Democrat aisle that will try to call him everything, including now they're suggesting that he is guilty of war crimes. Yes, you heard that correct. Now these Democrats in office are accusing our beloved President Donald Trump of war crimes. You have to hear this for 
yourself. Ayanna Presley, uh, shame on you. So far as I'm concerned, what's happening with this administration, I would, it's akin to war crimes. Criminal negligence, science denials, a sluggish response. And so we find ourselves in the position of playing catch up in the midst of a pandemic, which is the last place that you want to be in the midst of any public health crisis, and certainly not a pandemic, is um, working from behind. And we just have to reject any calls for a return to normal. Yes, we absolutely have to reject everything and anything that you and all those like you suggest, especially when it comes to saying that our president is guilty of war crimes, not listening to science. He's got doctors that you've propped it up as individuals that he should be listening to, that all of us should be listening to, Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci, that have agreed with every single thing the president has done. But now, if you listen to the Democrats They're, again, just trying to throw anything they can at this president, now suggesting that he's guilty of war crimes. You, politicians that are greedy for power, that are greedy for everything that is un-American, that are greedy for illegal immigration. Again, we've got nothing wrong with legal immigration. But friends, in a time like this, when millions of Americans are not working, the last thing that we should have to be concerned with is somebody that didn't even come into our country legally or somebody new coming into our country and then having to compete with them for a job. We've got to get this country back on its feet again, and that means putting Americans first. Now, I, for one, am a firm believer that probably right now and hopefully before the 60 days are up, the president will take a very deep, long look at our immigration policies and make sure that the loopholes that are there to allow so many immigrants to come in, uh, come in so many that come in illegally and even those that come in legally, uh, that they come in based on merit. You know, we should understand and, and acknowledge that we are the greatest country on the face of the planet with the most opportunities for anybody that's truly willing to work, that wants to put their best foot forward and actually accomplish something. We should not just be a melting pot for anybody that wants to come and then suck off the off the freebie. Again, I'll watch my language here, but suck off the freebies, you know what I'm talking about, that the Democrats continually want to push out in order for them to build their own base of constituents that don't want to do anything but take off the freebies from our country. It's absolutely ludicrous. Well, the president had this to say, and this is where I think the rubber meets the road for Americans it comes back to Americans, jobs, and America first. So, uh, obviously, on the immigration um, executive order, you've raised concern for a long time, even in good economic times, about immigrants taking Americans' jobs. So, under what conditions would you consider lifting this halt on immigration? Well, we're and, doing, yeah. or, or is this sort of an opportunity to address what you've seen as a problem for a long time? Well, I think, look, right now, obviously, there's never been. We had the greatest economy in the world. And then one day, we had to shut it down. They said, you have to shut it down. We did the right thing, because I think we would have had uh, a million or maybe even two million or maybe more than that deaths. So uh, we did the right thing. But um, certainly, this would pertain. I mean, when you look at it right now, the last thing we want to do is take American workers' jobs. It's one thing when we were essentially — they used to call it full employment. 
And it's another thing right now. Right now, we have people that have lost their jobs, and we hope they're going to come back and come back fast, and that we can have an even deeper discussion. But right now, we have to have jobs for Americans. Yes, right now, we've got to have jobs for Americans. Now, again, I always like to contrast. I, I had an amazing interview with Roger Stone today, friends. I'm telling you, that podcast is going to do, it's got to go viral because he's been under a gag order for the last 16 months. He's not been able to, he even shared, he wanted to text me and say, check this out or post this or help share this to get the message out. He has been absolutely under siege. He's fighting for literally his life and he could be facing jail next Thursday. But one of the things that he shared with me was that this president does what's right for the American people. He shared some information about how long the president has, uh, well, Donald Trump, before becoming president, had thought about running for president, but he, he was consistent in the fact that he had always seen how much we were getting ripped off and how many issues that really face Americans uh, were not being addressed by politicians continually, on both sides, to be fair. It was a beautiful and amazing podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, please, after the show, subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. Make sure that J's in there, David J. Harris Jr. Podcast, for all my shows and amazing one-on-one deep dives. So here this woman from the press is now trying to suggest that the president is just using this current crisis, this pandemic, as a way to push forward his policies. Well, I think it's backfired because, again, a poll shows that about 87% of Americans, individuals like you and I, on both sides of the political aisle, agree that it should all be about getting Americans back to work, and they shouldn't have to compete with somebody else that's coming in. Now, the president did also address the fact that a lot of farmers use a lot of immigrant workers, and he said that that will not be stopped. He understands how important our farmers are. So for all of those or for the mainstream media pundits that are out there pushing, oh, the president's trying to collapse the economy of farmers and all the all of the destruction that would come along with that. No, he understands farmers need the individuals that are going to work and plow and do all that they do to help make sure that all the all the grocery, all the commerce, all that stuff is taken care of. Uh, he's not leaving that aside. But leave it to these reporters to, again, just try to sidestep the fact that Americans need to get back to work and try to lay blame at the president. I'm thankful that the president does not just kowtow to uh, their questions. He throws it right back in their face, and rightfully so. We've got uh, Trump one more time, again on this immigration issue, because it is such a hot topic, and hopefully it's one that Americans are waking up to. You know, we should, I just said it, we should understand that we're the most prosperous country, we're the, most, we're the land of opportunity, the home of the free, the land of the brave, but we should not take that for granted. And unfortunately, a lot of politicians take it for granted. Well, I think they really just sell us out. I saw one of your comments over here on Facebook saying, yeah, they want to suck off the government teat. That's a good way to put it. I'll start using that from now on. I do pay attention to those comments. But that is what it's been about. Uh, so here is the president again, just trying to continue to put forth uh, what he believes needs to take place, what Americans believe and understand needs to take place, that immigration should uh, be halted. And I think it needs an absolute overhaul. You campaigned on reducing legal immigration. I remember your speech in Phoenix in 2016 on reducing legal immigration. So I campaigned this- on legal and illegal. But no, I've always said you have to come into the country legally. So not legal. 
what I campaigned on was people just flooding our border and stopping. And by the way, speaking of that, we have 170 miles, almost 170 miles of a very powerful border wall up, and it's moving rapidly, very quickly, and it's having a tremendous impact, and it's making our job a lot easier. Plus, Mexico has 27,000 soldiers right now on our southern border that we share with them, and Mexico's been terrific. They've really helped. You also campaigned on reducing legal immigration, and I'm wondering if some critics are saying that you are using the virus now in this crisis to follow through on that promise to reduce no, legal immigration. No, no. Well, I want people that are in this country, I want our citizens to get jobs. I don't want them to have competition. That's what it's all about. Is it so hard to understand? Why does it always have to be political? Why do these press reporters continue to try to make everything about politics when it should be all about the American people, especially in a current panic, a pandemic and crisis like we are currently all in? It should be all about America and America first. It's great to hear that they are continuing to build that big, beautiful wall. And, and understand, I reported on it in the past, walls work if walls didn't work why do we have them on our houses well unless you're you know don't want a roof either but you understand my point walls work we have locks on our doors we need to stop the flow of trafficking human trafficking and drug trafficking into our country and with an open porous border like so many democrats are pushing for even open borders period it would be an absolute collapse of our lifestyle as we know it the united states of america would no longer be what we've all known and enjoyed as being something absolutely beautiful that we get to leave to the next generations that come after us. We need our borders, and right now, we need Americans back to work. Again, I don't have any articles to cover with you today because my website is currently down dealing with, I don't know what it is, hackers, technical stuff, I don't know. It's nothing on our end that uh, was something that could be avoided. Hopefully, my website gets back up and running again very, very soon. Here we've got uh, China. You know, the fact that our president has been tough on China uh, is huge. It goes a long way. Again, not to go down too many rabbit holes, but it's pretty interesting to me that after the president signs a $250 billion trade deal with China, literally, and in the end of that agreement, there's something in there that uh, the Chinese wanted to make sure was in there that said, unless there's an act of God or some kind of pandemic, that will uh, not allow them to pay, that pretty much gets them off the hook. Well, the president was asked specifically about this today when it comes to China, and I love his response. The China deal and the phase one of this China deal, yeah. the flight ban is still in place. How confident are you that the Chinese are not going to use invoke the natural disaster clause to just wait before getting into the Well, we're going to see. Look. Uh, there's nobody ever been tougher on China than me. And that means for 20 years, you go back 20 years, I probably got elected at least partially on the fact that I've been very tough. I said China's been ripping us off for years. I'd go into Michigan. I'd go into Pennsylvania, I'd make speeches unrelated to being a politician. I'd be invited. I'd be speaking to people, which I like to do because I love the people. I love the people of this country. And I'd make speeches. Nobody, I say, how did you let this happen with China? I even asked the leaders of China, how, how did this ever happen? Where our country loses tens of billions of dollars a year. And I don't mean just tens. Take a look, 200 billion, 300 billion, 400 billion, 500 billion dollars a year.
How did they ever let a thing like this happen? Now, if you look at this last year, the deficit went way down. And I'm talking about even before. Now it's much different. But a lot of things are happening. Great things were happening. Except, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, came the invisible enemy. And we think we know where it came from. And we'll be talking about that probably a lot. But came the invisible enemy. There's been nobody tougher than me on China. There's been nobody tougher than China than, uh, than President Trump. President Trump has definitely made it a point to make sure that the rest of the countries that have been taking advantage of us, and they've been doing it with the willful, the willfulness of our own politicians on both sides, friends. One of the things that Roger Stone shared again today with me was on exactly how the president had saw for so long how these other countries were ripping us off. He got into some details that I won't share. I'll leave that for the podcast. It was riveting, and I'm so glad that his gag order has been uh, removed so that he could share the information that he shared with me today. He just was on Tucker. He was just on Hannity. He said he said no to CNN, to ABC, and to, uh, uh, I think, MSNBC, but he said yes to me. It was a definite honor and a privilege. It's a podcast you're definitely going to want to hear. Now, here's, here's part of the issue. The, the Democrats have Joe Biden as their beloved hopeful for president of the United States. Okay, there's so much corruption that trails the Biden family, just like the Clinton family. In fact, Roger actually shared today some of the information of why he believes that he was targeted from some of the things that Roger had exposed on the Clintons. You're going to want to hear it. But here's the uh, alternative for Americans right now. Don't even think about the fact. It's like if, if you took out of the equation, we can't take it out of the equation, but even if you took out of the equation that this president created the greatest economy that our country's ever seen, and right now during this pandemic, coming out of it, we're going to need that kind of manpower and wisdom in getting our country back on its feet and beyond. Uh, with that aside, is this who you really want leading our country? Somebody that's talked so well about China, somebody that actually said that we need to uh, help them in every way, we were, we're all about their growth, instead of acknowledging the intellectual property theft, theft that China has been doing for decades against us, this is what Biden had to say about Trump uh, several, several years ago. We're not trying to contain China. We're not trying to slow down Chinese growth. The growth of China is overwhelmingly in our interest. That's what Biden had to say about China. I apologize right there. That's what Biden had to say about China. No, unfortunately, the stealing, the theft, and the goal of China to dominate the world, including the United States, is not in our best interest. Yet that is who the Democrats are propping up as the savior of America, the champion for all American people, friends, the president couldn't have been more blunt when he said directly that if Biden was to win the presidency, the United States would be sold to China. Let me say it again. If Biden was to win the presidency, understand, the United States would be sold to China. That right there should make everybody quiver a little bit in your boots, uh, even the thought of that. I, I, I believe that in 2016, 
It was the most important election of our lifetime and of American history because had Hillary taken office, we would have been sold out. Absolutely. But friends, if Biden or any Democrat were to win, all of the progress that we've made in the economy, all the, all the progress that the president's talking about now with infrastructure, with things that our country's needed for decades, yet our country has spent trillions of dollars for other countries that don't appreciate us? How can you not appreciate what this president's saying when he's been not only saying it while he's been in office, but he's been saying it for a very long time. He's been saying it for years. We finally have a man in office, a person, an individual in office that cares about our country and understands that we need to stop being the defender of all other nations, especially when those nations don't reciprocate and don't even appreciate what it is that we're doing. We're finally about to be on the rebound and recovery for all that. This right here, I just absolutely loved it. You know, these, these, these press reporters, not only are they just wanting to get an aha moment or get a gotcha moment, but sometimes they, they, I think they just think their britches are a little bigger than they are. This reporter was thinking he could get some information out of the president. You know, there's definitely a lot of speculation. Roger and I talked about it today on whether or not this uh, virus was intentionally released or if it was an accident. China's come out and said that their uh, Wuhan Virology Institute uh, it is not responsible for the virus. Well, do you believe anything that comes out of China? We should not believe anything that comes out of China. Uh, yet they're denying that it came from their lab. Well, there's now reports suggesting that there's proof, potentially, that it did, in fact, come from their labs. Well, this reporter was trying to get into the weeds with the president, trying to get the president to spill some information. It reminds me of some of the uh, some of the press briefings that Obama gave when he was pressed on on information like this and he would actually spill the beans remember him talking about drawing the red line in the sand and what Iran better not do and if they do this is what's going to happen and then Iran did it and nothing happened well this president doesn't operate that way in the least I, I, US intelligence analysts told you that they think that the virus escaped from a Chinese research lab that it was in, in Well, I can't tell you that. Have U.S. intelligence agents told me? I mean, what kind of a question is that? Do you feel I can't. I can't. That, Do you that, want me to tell you? Oh, let me tell you what they told me. Look, they told me plenty. <laughs> they told me plenty. <laughs> he just leaves it there. I. Uh, it's not the time right now for the president to get into it. I know press would like just one more thing to try to go uh, write a story about. The president's going to attack China. The president's going to do this. He's going to do that. Uh, the, the, he was just baiting him there. I love the way the, pre the president handles the press. Uh, it's just one more thing that you got to love about him. He just keeps it real. And, uh, and he's built for this. He was made for this. He's built for this. And he handles it with such class. It's definitely a beautiful thing to watch uh, him handle these, uh, these media pundits and do it with such peace. He just operates from a place of rest. It's actually, it's actually very, very beautiful to see. Well, we've got this. Here's one way that some Trump supporters are showing their support for the president while also practicing social distancing. I'd like to be on one of these boats. Trump Nation in the house, people. Keeping it great.
Now that is showing some support. Are you kidding me? While still practicing social distancing. You know, I truly believe that while we've had to watch the mainstream media press attack this president, just like they've been doing for the last three and a half years, as we hopefully all understand that